Welcome to Table Talk, where each week I take five minutes to unpack insights from Christian theology and spirituality that help you become a thoughtful, calm, and just a downright great human being. My name is Brett, pastor at The Table, and today I want to talk about the framework you need to understand spiritual growth. There was something very real in certain Christians that I knew, something I saw in them that I wanted in me, but, you know, it was sort of hard for me to name exactly what it was. It was a sort of quiet confidence. I mean, everyone would be freaking out, and they would just sit there. Everyone would be speaking loudly, and they would just be quiet. They seemed happier than most people, almost like faith had gone deep into them, as though they were connected to God in some mysterious way that most others weren't. It was what allowed them to be up front leading or in the back serving. They could preach the sermon or watch the babies in the kids' ministry. All I knew was to call it spiritual maturity or something, like they were really good disciples of Jesus. But again, I sort of lacked the language to know what it was or how to grow into it myself. So a few years back, I came across the writings of the Christian monk Thomas Merton, and he gave me some incredible help, just really helpful language around this. Uh, He wrote uh, this quote, All sin starts from the assumption that my false self, the self that exists only in my own egocentric desires, is the fundamental reality of life to which everything else in the universe is ordered. He continues, thus I use up my life in the desire for pleasures and the thirst for experiences, for power, honor, knowledge, and love to clothe this false self and construct its nothingness into something objectively real. In other words, Merton is naming that there is this part of us, this grasping, craving part, this restless, never content, never at peace part of all of us that we might call our false self. I believe this is what the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 8 verse 5 calls the flesh. When he writes that those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what the flesh desires. So on the one hand, we have this flesh or this false self. But on the other hand, we have what Paul calls spirit, or what Merton would call the true self. The true self is that part of me that I encounter in silence. It's that deep part of me that is always already connected to God. It's that part that that I experience when I am suddenly overwhelmed by peace and joy, by love and compassion, by patience and by kindness. It's that part of me that is deeply and profoundly content and longs to not simply believe in Jesus, but to actually live like Jesus. So there you have it. The flesh versus the spirit. The false self versus the true self. So coming back to where I began, what was it I was seeing in these Christians that I so admired? It was that they had learned to live more and more from their true self and not their false self. And when I think of who Christ was, he suddenly makes so much sense because he was someone who lived perfectly from his true self. That's why he could say, I don't say anything except what I hear the Father saying. I don't do anything except what I see the Father doing. Jesus lived perfectly from his true self. 
And so this is my obsession, helping Christians learn to live from their true self. And honestly, not just Christians, all sorts of people. Now, this begs the question, how? How do we do that? Well, in a thousand different ways, through prayer and fasting, journaling, counseling, listening, confessing, reading, and on and on. In fact, in many ways, this is the journey I'm on and that I want to share with you all in the content I'm putting out. How can each of us learn to move away from the false self and towards our true self, our Christ-centered self? Because if we could just move, say, a dozen or a hundred or a thousand people that direction, beginning with me... Well, I think that could make all the difference in the world. That's all for today. Please share this podcast with someone you think could get value from it. Also, hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss future episodes. Grace and peace.